Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Epstein uh, with my Glorified Podcast, which is a SoundCloud account. And today I am talking with my friend in Ohio, Chuck Dennison. And uh, Chuck has something that he really wants to say. Uh, he just um, was involved with Democracy Spring, um, and something has happened, and he'd really like to get, get it off of his chest. So um, first, before we get into that, though, could you, uh, why don't you give a little introduction to yourself and say um, say why you went on this march for Democracy Spring? Uh, well, I'm a 17-year uh, veteran of the United Auto Workers. Um, I think like most um, people, no matter what party you're affiliated with, we have to get money out of politics. It's a very important thing. Um, that's uh, one of the first things that need to be done so we can um, get this country on the right path. And I was very, very excited about being a part of Democracy Spring and marching from Philadelphia to Washington. And uh, Democracy Spring is to try and defeat the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Uh, I believe that's that's exclusively what it is, I believe, right? Um, that was one, but also a returning citizen united to get money out of politics. Oh, citizens united as well? Okay, I didn't know that. Um, well, I am really grateful to you and to um, some other people that we know, Jen and Tom, and I'm sure there's some other people. Um, so they um, were at one time over a couple hundred marchers, and you should be proud of every one of them. There were marchers that had blisters um, bigger than I've ever seen on feet, um, some of them the size of almost a softball. Um, people were um, medically fixing their feet and tying duct tape so they could continue to walk. Um, there were people that would refuse to ride. There was a man from Arizona that came all the way from Arizona because his state is going through that voter suppression and they're trying to get a revote. Um, he came all the way from Arizona to carry his flag, and he walked every step, every step this man walked. And um, so everyone should be proud of these marchers. These marchers have done one heck of a job and that what they are doing is going in the history books. As far as I'm concerned, defeating the TPP, there is nothing more important than this, um, particularly the TPP. Citizens United um, is obviously critical, but if the TPP passes, then um, getting rid of Citizens United will be very secondary. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, as far as I'm concerned, there there is no higher purpose in, in participating in, in this march. So thanks to you and, and Jen and Tom from all, all, all you guys from Ohio, and I'm, I'm sure there's other people that I don't even know about. So um, so you all started in Philadelphia, and you started walking, um, and I believe it's somewhere around Maryland, or maybe even I, maybe you just reached Washington, D.C., um, and then you then the purpose is to, or the plan is to, go on the steps of the United States Senate, the Congress, and to do a sit-in. Is that right? Uh, on the House, yes, Congress, to, to do a sit-in. That's what they're doing, yes. Okay. All right, so um, something went wrong. So could you give us uh, um, what, where, where are you now and what has happened and why did you... Why did you Unfortunately, uh, I am back home. Uh, my wife drove all the way uh, to Baltimore, Maryland to pick me up and bring me back home um, because I decided 
to leave the march? Because the march itself was not fulfilling its purpose or or some other reason? Well, uh, a guy named Kai Newkirk. Kai, that's K-A-I, Newkirk. He is the co-founder of 99Rise. He was in charge of this group. Um, he did a very, very, very poor job. Not only as being a group leader of this march, but marching himself. The only time that he ever got out there to march was when the cameras came out. And then he jumped in the front of the line and acted like he'd been marching the whole time. He ignored the needs of the marchers. And not only did he ignore them, he had an attitude about it. Um, there are very young kids that are on this march. I'm talking about like 20, 21, 22, 23-year-olds that are planning to go and be arrested multiple times, which could lead to felonies, who do not have a chance to get a good job yet. And after they're tagged with a felony, we all know what that happens. We all know what happens then. A lot of people was trying to put in good advice, and especially one I would like to talk about, Mike. His name is Mike. He brought his full-size conversion van all the way from San Antonio, Texas. He drove over 1,800 miles, okay, to Philadelphia. He, for a living, drives this van, which is also his house, for production movies. And one of the one of the things that we were running into a problem with was people had to stop and take bathroom breaks, and not everybody has to stop at the same time. So this was not organized and set up for people to use the bathroom. It was completely inhumane. But did Kai care? No. Did Kai already have us planned out? No. But when Mike suggested to him, okay, Mike suggested to him, the teamster, the long life. Teamster union worker that does production movies, that does this for a living, that knows how to take care of stuff like this, suggested, and this is what they do in a lot of marches and in the movies, to rent a couple porta johns so we had people that were able to go use the bathroom during the march. So they did not have to go by a tree or they didn't have to run into a restaurant or a hundred of us didn't have to run into a restaurant and disrupt the business. Okay, he ignored those. And the same day that Mike put in the suggestion, the following day, boom, there is a brand new RV rented for the people that were supposed to be, if you want to call them leaders. I don't call them leaders. That's not a leader. The people that were marching, those are the leaders. Kai Newkirk is not a leader. And his so, name needs so to be put out there. And if anybody is ever invited to a march with Kai Newkirk running it, you need to think twice because so, he is not out there for the marchers. He is not out there uh, to do for the good. He is out there for his himself and his name to make himself a name. And I do not want to be associated with that. So, and I feel bad for the marchers because he is leading them down the wrong road. Okay, so Chuck, so so... I'm not clear on the porta potties. So they wanted porta potties, but you guys are a moving march. So how does that work? 
porta potties don't move with you. So I'm, we I'm have not. we have because we had moving. We also had vehicles for people that got injured. We had, there was a guy that broke his leg on the way. This was not. It's not easy to march 140 miles. It is very very difficult, especially at one time there was a couple hundred people. Um, and, and I'm not the only one. I, I can't speak for everybody else, but I can tell you this: I was not the only problem. The only one that had a problem with uh, Kai. Definitely not the only one. Um, even his own um, staff members had a problem with it. Um, so where the we had cars that followed the marchers, okay, to pick people up, or they were that went into the bathrooms at a, a convenience store or a McDonald's or a gas station. They went inside to use the bathroom. There would be support vehicles. If somebody was injured, there's a support vehicle. Okay, we also had a a, a small RV that was a, a medical uh, a vehicle. Um, Mike came up with his full conversion van with a tow hitch on the back. Mike is the one that came up with the idea of the porta johns so people could go in to use the bathroom. On the truck. On the truck. Inhumane to, and on a trailer. On the trailer, on the truck. Okay, okay. On the trailer in the back of the van. Understood. It would have solved the issue because we could have stopped. People could have used the bathroom without slowing down the march. And, and and walking in and trashing businesses with so sometimes if, so as much as 100 people when we're wet, soaking wet, walking in the rain. We're walking okay, so into now, businesses. So what about this RV now? So so it was denied on what basis was it denied? There was no basis it was denied. <laughs> That's the whole point. He didn't he didn't care. There, there, there was no caring about the marchers and, 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 and their needs. But was there any was um, there was there a stated reason of why it was denied? Uh no, no. You, I think uh, it was three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. I called. I called for them because they said check into it. So I called. Three hundred bucks. Okay. And for some reason it wasn't taken care of. They just completely ignored the idea. They so it's not that it was they necessarily had, too expensive or anything like that. It was just. No, no, no. It wasn't too expensive because the following day they rented the RV. A brand new RV, a huge one. I could only imagine, and probably a few grand they spent at least for this RV. And who rode in the RV? I'm pretty sure you could take a guess. So okay, and then who else? but when the media camera would come out, Kai would come out. All right, Kai would make sure he was out in front of the march, so it looks like he's marching with us. He doesn't need to be taking credit for this, and I think this so needs what? to be put out there. The marchers, the marchers who marched, they deserve the credit when they get to Washington, D.C., which I believe they're there now. They just arrived. So They was, deserve the, all the credit in the world, not Kai Newkirk. Kai Newkirk did nothing but cause stress and irritability and a dysfunctional march that okay, upset so a lot of people. When you, were in, when you first were in Philadelphia, tell us, tell us about your, you know, your experiences with this person at first and how it transitioned to some concern. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I, I I came from Ohio to this march. I never even got to have a conversation with Kai. So when I didn't get a conversation with Kai. He wouldn't talk to anybody. He had his earphones in. You know, um, he acted like he was on the phone. If you tried to talk to him, he ignored everybody. Um, I've never seen anybody so condescending and rude as he was. I never got a pat on the back. I didn't see anybody get a pat on the back from this guy and tug, thank you, or a hug. Uh, a lot of people did. You know, yeah, well, what I want to get my point across is that when this comes to the national news, if it hasn't already, the marchers, the marchers 
The marchers deserve the credit. They did all the hard work. Every bit of it. This guy, Kai Newkirk, does not deserve any credit at all. Except for what he did as far as managing over the phone or whatever he took care of. But it certainly wasn't enough. Because what he did and what 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 kind of situation he put these marchers in was completely inhumane. And not only that, I would also like to make a statement, and I apologize to the IBEW, because I was asked to find housing on Thursday night because we didn't have housing. So I started making contacts to local unions, and I found finally got a hold of the president of the um, electrical unions, international electrical brotherhood. All right, I called. He didn't necessarily like the um, fact that we were going to get arrested. And I explained to him that how many times has John Lewis been arrested for protesting? And he said, you know what, you're right. And he got he said, I'm going to call you right back. And he called me back not too long after that and said, I got you guys completely taken care of. I have you guys completely taken care of with stay and food. You know what happened at 4 o'clock on that Thursday? Guess what? New arrangements had been made. Nobody told anybody. Miscommunication. Poor miscommunication. I had to call him back, the president of the electrical workers, and explain to him that we didn't need their help anymore. And he was not happy, and I do not blame him one bit. But this is what I do. I'm a union activist. And he put me out there like an idiot. And he also pushed this president to help us. And God knows what kind of funds they come up with or what they did to help us out. But even if this is not even was the marchers disrespected, but so was people that was trying to volunteer to help. And this Kai Newkirk, again, I can't express this enough, deserves a zero amount of credit for this march. One hundred percent of the credit goes to the marchers out there that walked every step, or the ones with the blisters that had to heal, and then they still got out and marched. And some of them, when the when the blisters got worse, they continued to march. How is this person and his organization? What's it called? Ninety nine something, right? Um, he is a co-founder of Ninety Nine Rise. So 99 he Rise. somehow he so, put this together, which I so which I was all in one hundred percent. He actually did he, 99 Rise, and, and, and he also the, he actually organized this march, or is he just yes. part of it? And he organized the march. He organized the march, not to set in, I don't believe, at the Congress, that I can't really say that because I don't know. But I know he organized this march, him and okay. a few others. Um, I believe there's probably about six to ten that were kind of in charge, and, and the majority of them, they were great people. Okay? Um I don't know all their names. I'm not going to get into all that. But this Kai Newkirk is the one we got to address. And all I'm asking is for the viewers that are listening to understand the credit goes to the marchers. Because even as disgruntled as they was, I couldn't take it anymore. I could not take it anymore. I would do more here in Ohio to get Bernie Sanders elected by going to PA. So what okay? you told me about something about four, about not not allowing uh, any particular, like, uh, uh, partisan shirts, like promoting Bernie or promoting this, Hillary? This is, this, this is um, 
a nonpartisan movement. All right? It doesn't matter whether you're Democrat, Independent, Republican. Over 80% of all three of those believe that money out of politics is a good thing. So you had Bernie supporters there. You had Hillary supporters. You had Trump supporters. You had all walks of life there. And that's fine. Now, people were wearing Bernie shirts. People were wearing Hillary shirts. Matter of fact, somebody was there. They were actually a Trump supporter. And, and we all, no, no, nobody minded. But we were told what to do, what to think, what to wear, how to dress, how to walk, so, how to so talk. So what were you told about those shirts and about other... We were not allowed to wear our. We were not allowed to wear our shirts. We are living under a tyrannical government right now, and we went on this march as free thinkers to go address Capitol Hill exactly about what they are doing to this country. And on this march, we were herded like cattle. We were ignored. What do you mean herded we like cattle? We weren't taken care of. Herded what do you like, mean cattle? like cattle? Oh, jeez. We were like a cattle herded. I'm 37 years old. Do you know how many times I've walked on the side of the road? Do I need to get told to be, I need to step over an inch? No. You know, they, they had, all you got are these people, uh, there was a handful of people that got put in these positions as road guards, and they, and they think they're like, you know, the Messiah, and telling you what to do. The, the whole, I worked at General Motors, all right? Anybody that works at General Motors knows how bad management is in that place, all right? And it was just as bad on this march. How everybody was being told what to think, what to do, what to wear, what to dress, what to say, what not to say. Did other people? It was need- insane. How to walk? It, it was absolutely insane. So no, even I, I only took a couple extra shirts other than my Bernie shirts, and none of us were allowed to wear Bernie or Hillary or Trump or anything. Why? I have no idea. Because if you ask me, if media is out there covering this. Wouldn't it look better if a Trump and a Bernie and a Hillary supporter were walking down the street together for the same purpose, yeah. for the same common cause? So, so did other people we were being suppressed and oppressed did, by the people that were leading this march. So again, you, I want uh, to make sure that the people out there understand that 100% of the credit goes to these people that went out and marched, not the leaders that put this on, because they did not march the whole entire march. So they did stayed you, in their uh, little RVs and their little comfy cars while we marched. Did other people while leave? we marched. Did other people leave aside from you? I'm not going to speak for other people. I can't answer that. I left. Okay. But I'm not going to speak for other people. But well, I, I think you I would be able to see the size of the march. If you've seen the size of the uh, size of the march in Baltimore, when we picked up a lot of people, and the size of the march today, yes, it got smaller. Okay. Um, but DC, it'll be big because um, that's actually what this is about. It's going to DC and addressing Congress, um, so, not the march. But the, I don't the, want, huh? The the main march is from Philly to Washington. Are there other? <laughs> and that marches? is a long way, huh? And, and were there other marches to meet you there, or did people just go on their own to Washington DC? Um, well, that's one thing that we wanted to address was we uh, a homeless man, a homeless man who believed in what we were doing, wanted to join the march. He had a pair of socks. They wouldn't even give this guy, they, they couldn't go around and buy this guy um, in proper um, footwear and, and, and shoes so he could walk with us. 
this is the kind of treatment that they gave people. And that's just one example. And Mike was the other. Um, they left him in Philadelphia one night in his van. Okay? He didn't get to eat. He didn't get uh, money for parking. They just left him. He was so angry, he was about ready to leave. And I felt so bad because I talked him into staying. I, you know, I talked to him. I got others to talk to him because it was a positive movement. We were all so positive. It was positive energy everywhere, flowing through everyone. Right. And, and so I got some people to talk to Mike to stay because he seen when he came what was going on. And I had seen it too, but I was trying to block it out. Um, okay. But it came to the point where I couldn't block it out anymore. Um, that's not why I was there. And I didn't want my name associated with this guy's name because never again will I ever march. And I'm an activist. Never again will I ever march when I see his name up on that if he's leading it because he is not a leader. He is one that he is a Donald Trump. He wants in front of the camera. That's what he wants. And everybody needs to know when this comes to national attention that everybody gives their support to the marchers and not the people that put this on. Because they should be chastised for what they have done to these marchers, to every one of them. How far did you make it, Chucky, before you decided to stop? After Baltimore. Uh, And it wasn't Mr. P. I called you Chucky because your Facebook name is Chucky. (laughs) Everybody, everybody, I'm Charles William Dennison III, (laughs) Um, so I go by Chucky because my dad's Chuck. I grew out of that stage. Yeah, I, but, I don't call you Chucky, um, I, I'm but, I, Chucky. but I see your Facebook name all the time. So. All right, so I'm sorry. So, so when, at Man, what point perfect. did you decide that it was too... What, at what point did you Baltimore, start to feel Baltimore, I decided wrong? to come home. And what, at Baltimore. what point did you start to feel that something was wrong? Um, About the second day into the trip. Okay. About the second day into the trip, I started to see what was wrong. I started to see the rank and file, and I, I agree there has to be some rank and file for, in order for this to work. Okay? But just like our politics, rank and file, the people on top, they're not, they don't care about the people underneath them. That's the problem, and that's what we were going through in this march. The people at the very top that were leading this march couldn't give a, they couldn't care less about the people in the march. Except for the fact that they could tell you what to do or what not to do. So as far as I'm concerned, if they want a job like that, they might as well go with the status quo and set in Congress so they can tell the American people what they can do and can't do. All right? And, and oppress them and suppress, suppress us all. Why not? If they can do it with the marchers, maybe that's what kind of job they need because they are not leaders. Leaders do not lead that way. He is wow. not a leader. And that well, needs to be addressed, and I just want everybody out there to know, these marchers, they deserve 100% support because they're out there for you guys. Anybody listening to this, everybody listening to this, everybody that's not listening to this, the marchers <laughs> out there are 100% patriotic as you can get. And they even went on when I decided to come home because I can do more here for Bernie Sanders then I can walk and um, tag my name along with Kai. Uh, I came back home to get Bernie Sanders elected into office. I'm not a cattle. I'm not a sheep. I'm not going to be told what I can wear, what I can't wear, what I can do, how to walk. I'm 37 years old. I'm not a five-year-old. And that's the only thing they knew how to do was tell you what to do and what not to do. They did not address the needs of the marchers 
whatsoever. So okay. the people that volunteered money, the people that donated money, the people that volunteered their time, their physical strength, their feet, those are the people that need to be recognized in this. And I want to make that clear as this goes national. The marchers and the people that donated and did all that, the churches that, that let us sleep there and they fed us, there, there's, we met millions of good people on the way. It was the most incredible thing I've been a part of. But what was so disconcerting was seeing the leadership so concerned about their own, their own selves, which is exactly what's wrong in unions, and that's exactly what's wrong in our politics today. We got the wrong people in office. That's the problem. All right. Well, Chuck, I, I really appreciate your, uh, you know, you saying all this, and I especially appreciate your uh, participating in this march despite, it, you know, not being able to go the whole way through. Um, and, and there's also Tom and Jen, and I know also Emmy from Philly is there. Um, and thank you guys for doing such an, such an important thing. Uh, I'm sorry it wasn't easier, you know, an easier experience. Um, but uh, I appreciate your candidness and... Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say before we before we stop? Well, again, I I don't want to sound like I'm um, I, I am not addressing the march and disrespecting the march. I I can't express the gratitude I have to the people that volunteered and everything from gas money to their cars, um, you know, to their own physical um, you know ailments for marching, and to the churches and everyone that donated and helped out. But the leadership should not get any credit for this. The marchers and everyone that donated and helped deserve every bit of the credit. And so when Kirk or Ty Newkirk goes to jump in front of a camera like he's somebody and he's been doing something, you guys need to know that it's a joke. It was a dog and pony show to him. And that I hope you guys see that. And know that the true patriots are the ones who donated and took their time out to march or feed us or to house us. Those are the true heroes, not Kai. Right. All right. Well, um, thank you. Thank you for uh, sharing this experience. Um, sorry it didn't go great for you. Um, no, hey, it, it did go great. It, it really did. I, I had a great, it was one of the greatest experiences I had. And just, um, you know, you learn a lot about leadership. Um, <clears throat> learn a lot about leadership going through something like this, and um, I learned that this leadership here was um wasn't worth the uh, duty. So, um, that's all I really got to say about this. Um, I okay. hope it works though. I'm hope the set in goes well. I'm planning to go back to Washington uh, for the set in. I believe in the set in. I think everybody needs to go to the set in. You are going to go back to the set in. Well, you're dang right, I am. Are yes. you going to do the flag thing and do me proud? You're going to be bringing number two? Yeah, yeah re revolution, baby. Revolution. Wow. Well, then I still look forward to it. Awesome. Okay. Yes. All right, Chuck. I, I appreciate it. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you could share. And uh, I look forward to you getting arrested. No, just kidding. Well, <laughs> sort of. So am sort I. Of. You know what I mean. I uh, so am I. Thank you very much, Jeff. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks, Chuck. Bye.